What makes a church great? It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Great Churches. And our scripture reference today is Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 through 32. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Then they brought to him a demoniac who was blind and mute, and he cured him so that the one who had been mute could speak and see. All the crowds were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons, that this fellow casts out the demons. He knew what they were thinking and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own exorcists cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying up the strong man? Then indeed the house can be plundered. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, People will be forgiven for every sin and blasphemy, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Not too long ago, my wife and I watched Jesus Revolution. It's a movie retelling the story of the Jesus Revolution that began in the 1960s. One scene really got me. Two preachers sit together at a kitchen table. One, a young hippie type, and the other, an older, traditional-like pastor. The older pastor's congregation is declining due in part to his lifeless sermons. The younger man travels and has built a following of young people to hear his message of the love of Jesus. There's skepticism and disdain behind the older preacher's questions about the newer ministry. Those young people, they should be in church and giving up their sinful lives. The trouble with that was they were. People were turning to Jesus and experiencing transformation, but they weren't going to the old preacher's church or others like it. Why? The hippie says, 
We can only walk through doors open to us. And your church, well, that's a door that's shut. No matter what his older counterpart thought about the young people, he knew that part was true. Now, this movement happened some 50 years ago, but doesn't it sound all too familiar even today? It's nothing new to discount what God is doing just because it doesn't look familiar to you. Even worse, we do our best to make sure this new thing doesn't invade our church. If it tries, well, that's when the critiques, the frowns, the taking my money with me threats or the do you know how long I've been here attitudes fortify themselves. How we must grieve the Holy Spirit. That kind of response doesn't align with the greatness of God. Sir Isaac the Syrian said it this way. God is greater, greater than your illness, whatever it may be, greater than your deepest disappointment, greater than your greatest worry, greater than your worst enemy, greater than your most difficult problem, greater than life, greater than death. God is greater. Believe it. Live by it. Affirm it. Claim it by faith and use it as a pillow to rest your weary soul. God is greater. If your God is not greater, then the God you believe in is too small. He is not the God the church believes in. If God is greater, how can we cross our arms and settle for less than great things happening in our lives? Those around us and certainly in God's church. I am sure there are plenty of lifeless churches around today. If we'll affirm and seek God's greatness, we'll make sure ours isn't one of them. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.